Welcome, welcome one and all to the DL Debate, beaming out from the famous mountaintop studios here in Letterkenny. This is a very special G, uh, D, D, uh, DL Debate. We have G Royalty here. There was supposed to be three, but uh, we're a man down. Hey, I, I hear uh, Mick Senior has a, an important GE meeting, or did he get cold feet? I'm not too sure, but... Well, last, uh, the boy Wonder himself, he's in studio with us now, and we're going to speak to him shortly. And, of course, uh, the man with the best hands in the business, Big Neil Gallagher. We've a lot of questions for these guys uh, between their career and, of course, the 40-year anniversary of their club. Um, what a 40 years has been, and I'm just wondering, did they ever dream they would go this far in this time? I'll be putting those questions to the boys shortly. First, though, I wanted to pay tribute to our hurlers, who went to London at the weekend and came away with another valuable victory. Two from two uh, from Mickey McCann's side. Declan Coulter, the points machine again, man of the match. And our hurlers play Meath up next week, who's also won, who's also won two from two. Uh, that should be a cracking game to see who tops Division 2B. Fair play to all there. Uh, on the Highlands site, you can catch an interview with uh, manager Mickey McCann uh, from Owen Catterson. At the weekend, they got to just mention under 20s kicked off their season as well in the Leo Murphy Cup. Uh, they came up short against Derry, uh, 114 to 12 points. Now that's an, an All Ireland champion squad, uh, uh, Derry in there. So, listen, a bit of work for Leo McLoon and his, and his uh, backroom team there. But listen, he's, he said there's a lot to be done. The team battled hard. First game out, Sligo up next, of course. I think Mayo as well is in that group. And the start of the championship is at the end of March. We wish the boys. All well there. So, um, as intros goes, talk about needing no introduction. We talked about the drum roll there. Joe Dex is here with me tonight, of course, keeping me right, twiddling the knobs. Um, these two guys, um, what can I say? Um, basically, they, they changed the course of, of history in terms of their club and our county. It is, of course, Michael Murphy and Neil Geller. Welcome to the show, lads. Nice. How are you today? Good, Dad. Is there a bit of romance in there now, or is there any mention of that? Obviously, in your house, Murph, you're, there's going to be wedding bells ringing soon. What about this man's doing a bit of a line as well, is he? I think so, fairly serious. He, he keeps his carriage close to his chest, doesn't he? Some, some bit of dancing at the dance floor there. It's the, uh, the the a GA show here. It's a GA show. Anything can happen, anything can happen. Um, no, lads, listen, as I say, I thought Mick Senior was coming up, and uh, I was going to in- get interested, Michael, to talk to him about the history and all that. But of course you guys know all the history uh, in terms of where the club has been and the story it's been on. Um, Michael, I'll throw to you just about that journey. Um, if, you, if you go back, I suppose, to to the to the time frame, you know, I think it was around about 2002, 2003, up in that point, it was Division 3, 4, up and down. And then there was a, there was a bit of a change at the club. Francie Martin, you know, Eddie Crawford guys, I guess, kind of started to put... Uh, the team started to grow in confidence and, and, and really kicked from, from, from those dates. Yeah, I think so. Um, <clears throat> no, Brendan, probably, I suppose, a number of years even prior to that too. You know, there's a solid base built within the, the club, you know, I think even off the field, um, you know, getting things like facilities and, and things like that right. Um, you know, right up until that point, you know, we were probably looking, probably we were getting homes here and there. We are in Brina for a bit. We finally got up to, to, to Foxhall then we got our own Clubhouse, dressing room, pitches uh, and whatnot. So, uh, yeah, listen, the, the club would have been on the round junior for, for, for a right bit. Um, got, up to, got up to intermediate. And, uh, yeah, and around that kind of early 2000s, I think between 2000 and 2005, then started to 
to to, to come. Um, didn't win. I suppose we got to plenty of finals. Didn't really get over the line in too many of them. But yeah, you would have been around watching away at them and, and been there and on the sideline and on the track trying to trying to kick a few balls back and out it, to the boys. See, you know? see that t- 2005, that intermediate, which was a big title, uh, Mike, on terms of the evolution of the team. And two years later, you made a senior final. Or was it the next? Was it the next year? Uh, two years, two, two years. Yeah, I mean, there was some, there was some job. Michael, where, where you were, you were about sixteen then. Did you, were you involved in that team? Nah, I came in. I didn't make the the county of it, uh, the Ulster club. Then I came in, came in at that time. Yeah, so I had some memory of that. Uh, right? So um, remember coming in there. That, that time we were we were training. I think it was the beginning to get into the winter. We started to train down in Terman. I think under lights and uh, I remember I just getting lifts lifts down the road with, with Sean Burke who's up the road and. Getting back down into training then on the on the Tuesday Thursday nights with with Francie and also that was an unbelievable experience. I was fifteen at the time and to you know to be playing with lads in your club that you, you looked up to and was you know you were watching games at and you were about dressing rooms. I'd go on and be all of a sudden out training with them yeah. in a club getting to compete in Ulster was was brilliant and. At that point, you were watching Big Neil there kicking points. Was it was it something you you were taking you were taking note of? Ah, uh, that's up to uh, Neil was a he was a yeah, I could kick them too, but he was a, he was a <laughs> catcher man. He was lord in the skies. But ah, uh, no, we had plenty of that time. Jeremy Grenner up front and Kieran Boner, Colin Kelly, Gary McFadden. You know, there was a it was a good side, a real backbone of a of the team for the next number of years. Really, to be brutally honest, and um, club went on a great run that time in Ulster. And it was good time around the various parts of. Of the province, say, and the whole the whole club really got around it, hey, and it was, a, it was a good experience. I remember of it anyway. You know, it didn't finish maybe the way we wanted to, but you know, it was maybe a sign of, of, of things to come in that regard. You know. Yeah, yeah. And what's your early memories of it? Well, <clears throat> even before that, I remember back in two thousand, where when we were junior, like that time, you didn't have to win the junior as you do now to go up and intermediate that. But it was all kind of to do with the league placements, but. Remember junior final we played Mulford and with some wild battles with Mulford at that time. Like they hit a good side and we had a you know good side and we were near the two best teams in the junior. We played them in the final in two thousand. Remember coming on as a sub like at seventeen or whatever like in the biggest by a point and I like you thought this was the biggest game ever. Like you remember I remember actually going to the to the final yourselves in Ardra that year like and just the senior final thinking that <clears throat> we were we got beaten the junior final but thinking that even to play senior football like was a million miles away at that stage, like you know. But um, after that, then we played a couple of years in intermediate and stuff, and then uh, the same uh, intermediate in 05. Like the kind of we got to the one under 21 B's in 03, and then got to the final of the under 21 A's in 04. Um, ran into St. Michael's, like, and um, they beat us by a couple of points in the final, and that you know. But then 05 then was a massive thing for you know. Just the club as a whole, like the intermediate, like it was massive, like um, and then just pushed on, like in '06, like was like our first year, like and that was what twenty four years, like you know, before we played senior, um, first time ever playing senior, like and as I say, six years previous to that, like when we were we were playing the junior final, never oh, was a million miles away, like to even think of playing senior. And, and, and you, you often look, you mentioned that, that under twenty one team about where it changes. You know, I mentioned a couple of guys come in, you no know, Francie Martin and you've great guys, Eddie Crawford and that. There was a lot of work going on at the club, you know, the facilities went up, you know, there was a lot of underage coaching coaching around. There was a team there you think that Ken, as you said, Michael, those names you mentioned, can I just give it that backbone that you could really grow from that? You know, you need a certain amount of core of players to, to lift it. Now you guys were coming through for a start. 
but there was another gang of fellas like it was like a like a bit of a golden age that had come from an under 21 side Ah, well, you probably better. Maybe there was a mix, a really strong mix. You had an older kind of generation. You had your Jared and Daniels yeah. and, and a lot of the boys, Shorties and Brockas. And, you know, I even played against them in three and four as well. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, was, it was different football then, yeah. yeah. And Charlie Boner. And you had a lot of, I suppose, lads who were came through them games that Neil was speaking about, you know. Um, and then, you know, you mix that then, you know, Harry and all, and you mix that then with the, that 21 group of, of Neils, really, I think was a, was a big backbone then, you know, I'm not going to go into the name and names of all them, but, you know, they featured in a lot of the finals yeah. thereafter. And, um, you know, it was just that nice, nice mix. I, I like that mix coming in to see it, seeing the lads that were obviously a couple of years older, but to see, to, you know, the shared restroom with that older generation, to see what what they brought to the party and how much, you know, love they had for the club and drive they had for the club, I think was a was a good thing to see and a good thing to witness, you know, as, yeah. a, as a young fella, you know. Listen, Michael, one of, one of the great things about you, and there's many, is your, your humility towards that, because I, I remember even talking to you in lockdown and you talked about coming on the Donegal squad when we weren't doing that well, but you were saying the joy of joining us and playing with us, you know, was, was so important in your time there. Mm-hmm. And I always thought that, that's such a nice thing. It made mm-hmm. me feel a bit better <laughs> than, <laughs> but with, the, with the daily side. But, you know, I, I appreciate that too because when I first started playing, like I got to play with Tony Boyle inside, mm-hmm. I couldn't believe it. Like when I walked out on the pitch, you know, there was an excitement about that that, that, that that's unreal now. But for this man here, when you were seeing what he was doing and what he was coming up with, what was it like as a, as a teammate realising that when you seen him operating at 18, 19, 20, that, listen, he's going to be playing with me the next... X amount of years, and he's just going to get better and better. What was the feeling at the club around uh, Michael? Ah, uh, well, that's like it's so much. There's so much like it's that it helps. Like when you're on a bit of record them players too, but like he's not going to admit it. Like, but when Michael came on too, like it was a massive. You know what I mean? Like it was even that final we got to when we played just no seven. Like you know he was like what eighteen or whatever at the time, but he was our best player then. Like and he was our main man then. Like and just from then on, like it's more so the way that. I suppose the younger anybody came in, and even the older fellas, like they'll ask, you know, what you just said there, we were like, well, like the, the older boys in our club will feed off playing with them and stuff like that, you know, and I suppose the leadership and things that he's that he throws about the place. And was the other fact is the fact that he doesn't just sit on the square and just look for the ball, and like he'd be working away, tackling, harrying away himself, like, and other boys feed off that, like, and um, now like to for us, do you know. That was great, you know, from whatever or five, whatever when it when it came in and all that you had a kind of a focal point and stuff and um no, it was just from to go on then the whole way up to eleven then and we'd be knocking on the door, I suppose, for a few years and then twenty ten, then I remember the game against Glenty's out here in O'Donnell Park and we'd been like I think maybe three points up or something or whatever and going not too bad in the semi final and then they ended up beating us like a two late goals, like or two goals at the end, the two Thompsons and beat us by like I think four or five points like and I remember thinking after that that's so far away even to get back to another semi-final again like you know what I mean never mind even trying to get to a final um, but the following year then like we did like and um, now that was all built up like but at the same time we had players Michael Hammond Keel McFadden and boys that came on that were like you know Rick Crawford was playing and Rick had you know, players there like you know, forget how you know, we're not name them all. I not know, that I forget them, but you know, you can I can't name them all. But you needed a good like as well as having Michael and everybody like 
I remember you used to watch a lot of club football and you watch a lot of St. Junions, like, and you sort of wild solid, like Adrian McLafferty and McGinley and, you know, Johnny Scanlon. I remember thinking, Watson and all, like, these boys are brilliant players, like, they'll seven, seven, eight, eight out of ten every day, like, you know, and, like, even they've got, like, Glenty's and they've gone there, they have it now at the minute, they have superstar players and stuff, but they have a wild, every player there is as, as a great, solid club player, like, and we kind of found that as well, that we had plenty of that, and, and you need them, like, you know. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's mad that the mindset was there and it, you know, great to be honest because what was going to happen in the years after, very quickly after, it was going to turn all that under the edges, we're going to become champs and I want to get your thoughts on that, we're going to take a quick ad break first, we'll be back after these. Yes, welcome back to DL Debate, I've got Big Neil Geller and Michael Murphy in studio with me and we've passed the early years of the club, we're getting to the good stuff now boys, huge boys are starring for the county. Um, Murphy, you're captain of the over under 21s with that brilliant run to All Ireland, keep a kick of a ball away from it. Michael, um, I suppose real, real tough uh, last day of the season because I know the competitive nature of you. But what a run from Donegal, and I suppose give the county a whole lift. Uh, Jim then takes over the county team, and this amazing year that is uh, 2011 is about to start. You're made captain of the senior team. Did you did you feel straight away that there's going to be something special. Hi, listen, it was a good, good few years looking back on it. Um, I think early, probably was early 2009, the winter 2009 was kind of that baddish. I think it was a, it was, was it a bad winter. The following winter was a bad winter, but anyway, I remember we trained with under 21s in the in the aura with Jim ahead of a 21 campaign. I suppose you know previous 21 campaigns was very much you know training the seniors and you know number of maybe a month, two months, six weeks before the. The championship, you would, you know, you would get together, but um, that was certainly a difference. I suppose straight away with Jim, it was very much we were getting prepared from November, uh, you know, October, November that year. We were getting prepared for for an under twenty one campaign, and um, but yeah. you you loved that, Michael. Right, that was that's the way you wanted it. Ah, in, fa- in fairness, like it was, it was brilliant. The conversations at that stage with him around around football and around preparation—that's exactly what you were, you were, you were. I suppose you were craving. Don't get me wrong; it was hard work. It was damn hard work, but it was, it was constant, and there was standards and levels brought to it. That I suppose you just had a, maybe a gut feeling in your own head. It was the right way to go around it. And listen, there's no doubt about it. Then the the results thereafter play a big part in it. Um, you know, remember. Still to this day, winning that first game against Armagh and Enniskillen, um, and that under twenty one campaign, like it was a tat for tat. You know, it was mm. it was a toughish type of a game, but we came out on the right side of it, and that all of a sudden makes the results. You know, yeah. were they're, they're the training, the preparation worthwhile, and probably a snowball since then. And but lads had wild belief in it, and we had a lot of work done. And, um, got through one in Ulster, one in Ulster under twenty one was a great great feeling that and uh yeah, as I say, uh final that day. Probably didn't play our best, you know, we played well in every game up until that, didn't play our best that day, but still hung in there. Uh Leo yeah uh, Kelly Morrison might have got a goal that day, both of them. Um but I couldn't get the couldn't get the third one there, the, the yeah. crossbar hit. But yeah, listen, wasn't to be but uh, that was probably April May time, um, at the championship then. Say the show got back in the road then. It wasn't wasn't long for he, you know, he came in for, um, you know, after John Joe's time and the show got back in the road. You know, yeah, <laughs> it was some turnaround, I suppose, Michael, and, and I suppose being bestowed with honour, being captain. You know, a lot of people looked at that because he had some serious experience guys in there who you might have thought was a safe 
uh, I suppose most managers would go for the most experienced player there. But I mean, you were far from the most experienced, but I think there was a sense there, Jim, knew what you were about to become. And we all realised now that that was the perfect position. But were you, at the time, were you expecting to become captain? Were you happy with that? Definitely wasn't expecting it. Like, I remember getting the, the, the call at the time again at the at the house. I remember taking the bedroom. I remember kind of, you know, thinking about it. But I suppose I had known working with Jim for that year to 18 months prior to that, you know, the role of a captain, people think, is, you know, it's, it's massive. But, you know, with him and the setup that he put in place, it was very much, you know, you had to train hard and perform well, you know, and the captain even up and took the toss, really, for him in that kind of way. Mm-hmm. Um, so when it came to the seniors, I knew that those are the things you could control. You could train hard, and and in fairness, I had probably three to four years there prior to that with the with the best bunch of books you could have, and you know Neil and and Cav and Cassidy, and you know they you know the McGees and the boys, you know, and they were all there as Christie. They were all there as former captains too. Like so, I knew myself that there's no. I didn't think that there would be any huge. Yeah. You know issues, I wouldn't say that type of way and, and they weren't going to stop what they were doing in terms of the leading they were at so um, you know I didn't, I can't remember belling down the phone, yes but uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, took it anyway, that type of oh, way Oh hey listen, we're glad you did Do you know, I'm, I'm sorry, your, your dad has thrown me in a question I wanted to put a question about your physicality Michael, right you joined us when I, you were 17 and I always tell the story, we were training out in the park and I ran into you and I was like what did I I was like running on the wall. I was thinking to myself, how is this man in this type of... Now, you look at young boys coming through now, and we're talking already about some of our young players, they need a few years to, to be ready physically. You were ready. How much of that, Michael, was, was in your genes, in your, in your makeup, and how much were you already doing gym? Because you, you were in a serious physical shape from, from a very early age. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how much of it is. Maybe a lot of, a lot of eating, maybe a bit too much eating, <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> No, listen, kind of probably did do the, the gym right, but I remember for probably in the early years when I played at maybe that 17, 18 period when I was that age, kind of injuries in the winter months quite a lot. I remember two operations, maybe one on the knee and one on the hip, and uh, just for them, winter months, I remember probably myself, I remember James Pat actually, um, I remember me and him just literally going to the gym for the two winters, like, you know, and looking back, what we were doing maybe wasn't the best of, you know, best of program stuff but it was just consistent and we lifted and we pushed each other on and I always remember them kind of couple of winters with, with, with them and you know, that type of way we lifted and um, yeah. might have put on a bit of bulk but, um, They definitely stood to you Michael let me tell you um, Neil switch, we're going to switch over and back between because this was, this was a phenomenal few years for the two of you and, and Glenn Swilly and Donegal you apparently had a special training regime where you took a bike to Burns's bar and you would you would drink and then you'd cycle back. Was this was this a, Murphy was in the gym? You were cycling to Burns's bar and having a lot of shandies and, and cycling back. What, what what where did this come from? Oh no, that's that's made up that one. Oh, is it? That's, that's folklore, is it? Yes, yes. <laughs> what way did it go? Uh, listen, it, it, it must have it must have put something into the legs. Ah uh, no, listen, I did do a bit of biking all right. I remember the back end of twenty eleven, but it wasn't. Uh, well, it wasn't down to right, right, right. Fair <laughs> enough, fair enough. But uh, yeah, so the, the the county was was kicking off um, twenty eleven. A lot of new things in place. You know, we had this huge monkey of uh, of Ulster first and foremost. Nobody was thinking about anything else. And uh, Jim had come in, and uh, the, the sense around the county straight away was something was going to happen here. 
But, you know, in, in your mind again, and you were saying about the doubts, you know, at, at club level that we're going to be right, it was, what were you thinking at the start of that season? Because we heard all about all interviews and, and down-ins and, and, you know, how things became from, you know, kind of what you would call amateur to professional. It seemed to just happen overnight. Aye, like, I mean, we had all watched on and, and seen what had happened with under-21s, like, and um, the run they went on and stuff like and that, and... I suppose that meeting and downings, like whatever it was in November and stuff, like it just, I suppose we were there a good part of the day and stuff. And do you know what, Bren? We just kind of trained and um, trained. Like I suppose maybe we thought as players we were training hard, but really and truly, like we weren't. Like, and um, Jim just, you know, he was there every night, you know, him and Rory pushing us on and making us train hard. And, you know, I suppose then I remember looking on and or whatever at games and different things thinking that. You know, you could just see that something special was happening, and everybody was kind of as a squad pushing each other on because everybody wanted to be playing. And a while, like, was like, geez, do you know what? We put in some effort here because, like, you don't want to miss out on things like that. You know, when it's happening, like, and I just think the way the whole way, the first game actually we played in the league, I think Sligo, I think Neil McGee. Hurt his hamstring and put him on full forward. I don't know whether no subs left and he ended we, up getting we, a goal. We were eight points yeah. down in that game yeah. at a stage. <laughs> and and yeah. went in the league or whatever, and then just the championship then was just like I'll always remember that final loss against Derry, like up in, up in uh, Clonus, because again, as, as for like watching the Exit St. Unions and Glenty's all won in championships for the club. Seeing the likes of Tyrone and Armagh, like, and you know, played with yourself for a lot, like with the county, and you know, you kind of th- an odd day. I mean, we caught them an odd day, 04 yeah. against Tyrone and 07 against Armagh, but not consistently. Yeah. But you know, seeing them winning it, like you're mad they won it, like, and then eventually to get over the line, then was was uh, was was a great feeling, like you know, um, and because it had been 19 years since uh, since Donegal since it won it, like it just. Yeah, it was. It was hard to know what to kind of. It's hard to know what to do. Or what, but you just that was enjoyable. Like um, you get on your bike, they burns it. Get on the bike. Yeah, and yeah. What happened actually? The story about the bike. Oh, was, here we go. Look, it's just coming out now. There is a story about the bike. One time, that I had no way home when I jumped on the bike and made it maybe a hundred yards up the road and I ended up in the ditch. But I actually did in 2011. Then after the Dublin game, no, no, sorry, after. The champ after like Glen Swally. Normally, you know when you uh, normally when the club season finishes, like the county then doesn't start until Christmas or whatever. But I remember actually after we finished, we put out Ulster with Glen Swally. And I remember actually you normally take a wee break, but I was like, no, nah, do you know what? And I remember I actually did get on the bike. Um, used to meet Sean Riley here, the fuzzy in the town, and go way up up Glen Carraway, up them hills and stuff like because kind of my head then was that. You know, we'd been on and out of the team in eleven, and I was like, you know what, you need to train like a dog here and get on the team because everybody wants to be playing, like you know what I mean. And that was no different, like, and that's where I done my best part of the training on the bike. That's, that's what I remember. <laughs> that's what I remember being on the bike. We'll leave the bike now. If you want to be as good as Neil Yeller, get on the bike. Uh, listen, we have a question coming in from some man. We're going back now to this twenty eleven club, and we're going to have a question after this ad break from a man who had a wee part to play in that. The DL Debate with Sister Sarah's Ladder Kenny, serving food you'll love till 9pm daily in Sarah's Kitchen. And there's free admission entertainment every weekend. 
Yes, folks, welcome back. We're at the DL debate here with uh, Neil Geller and Michael Murphy. We're going to take a call now from a man who was involved, instrumental in the 2011 Championship and a couple after that, of course, Gary McDade. Gary, how are you this evening? Good man, Brent. Thanks very much for having me. Gary, um, as I say, we've gone through a wee bit of history there at the club, uh, something you were involved deeply in, of course, right across the, the board. But the breakthrough season, um, 2011, Gary, I just wanted to throw to you about that season and about, uh, I was speaking to you earlier, just about a turning point in it. You pulled out a turning point for me on it. It was, it was, it was an interesting bit of information on what would help you uh, seize that first championship. Yeah, I suppose, Brendan, you get big nail there, a jug of water. I saw him earlier coming out of Lidl there with two big bunches of 24 reds for the, for the big Valentines coming Gary, up. Yeah, I, I, threw, I threw the Ro- Roses question, Dave, and he, he, he never flinched. You caught him, did you? You caught him, there you go. Very good. Uh, you can't <laughs> I go caught, too far him, caught him earlier in the day there. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose, Brendan, we were chatting back about 2011 um, earlier, so we were... I remember we were battering away, and we um, we out the boys, and uh, they played Dublin on that Sunday, so it was in Croke Park. I remember being at the game; you'd been at it yourself, and it was just what it was kind of the, the, one of the turning points in the GA history, I suppose, for for the way the game went that day, and with the media coverage it got, and that, and. We were back training out of the club on the Tuesday night, so we were in the boys. Obviously, it got unfortunately lost on the Sunday, so we so they did a, against Dublin, and we never, no no one expected us management or players to see them on the Tuesday evening, so we didn't um, at the club. Never mind training, and little behold, hey, we were about to start training, and the two boys landed the pitch. I togged out and trained that Tuesday evening, less than forty-eight hours after. The, the defeat to Dublin which would have been very very hard for them I know never mind physically but mentally as well it would have been hard for them after being such a high suffer a blow like that so late into the season then but I give everyone a while left in the group so it did and you know we were going reasonably well at the time that year um, we won our first ever County Delta title back in May so we had it had never been done before and Things were good. We just, Michael talked there earlier about the right mix. We just had the right mix of players. So we had the blend of other lads and um, experience mixed in with, with that youthful exuberance and uh, with, with a nice blend of solidity throughout the team. And what about what about your 40 man backroom team? Um, I don't think it was that high now. It was never that high. It was, uh, <laughs> but you know what, Gary? You, you could that. see, you could see no board, and probably when Jim took over at Donegal, you, you brought this real professionalism. Uh, now I'm messing, but you had a good, a good crew there. But everybody played their part, and I don't know. You just even got the sense from that that you know no stone was going to be left unturned in terms of the team preparation and 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 stats training. You know everything was going to be right, and you know the players responded to that. Yeah, listen, you know, you need the volunteers and so we were lucky in the club, we had good people and people with skills that maybe were, that weren't being utilised before and we got them on board and people that were supposed to been, maybe didn't have the exact skills but were willing to go and learn the skills to, because they know they could offer the team something that way, whether it was in terms of video analysis or recording stats live at games. We we're just very lucky, I suppose, with a group of people that were, that we gathered, you know, and uh, as I said, they were all like a lo- local fellas and 
had all had their heart in the right place and, and wanted the Glen to do well. And, you know, without them kind of people behind you, you know, it's just not possible because we started, I don't know, I, I just felt when we came in that year, there was a lot, a lot of things that we could do different, maybe a lot of areas that were on top, you know, the likes of video work and that's and, and the likes were recording live game stats and that. And it gave us a huge edge that year, you know, and it was a massive wee edge over all our teams maybe going in, you know, and the games and, and helped our own performance massively during the season. Yeah, fantastic stuff, Gary. And a lot of great things be done since. Uh, someday you might get the union's job. <laughs> I'm up at Union's College. Uh, that'll do you. <laughs> Gary, 100%. Listen, thanks so much for them words, say. Eh? I'll be speaking to you as the season goes on, all right? Okay, no more, Brent. Appreciate it, my man. Thanks very much. Yeah, Gary McDeed there. Great chatting to him, lads. Uh, he was a great character. He'd done a lot to, done a lot of the club in terms of getting that shape right and making you a dangerous force in that championship. Aye, listen without a doubt. He was, you know, he was uh, instrumental. Like he was big into, but he still is big into the details. And you know, he put a real huge vision there, along with everybody else in the in the whole uh, the whole background team. He mentioned it was a real club effort. And in fairness, right up into that, you know, when, you know, when you're sitting speaking about it all back through the years, I think the club was very much like that. Everybody tried to help out in whatever way he can. In fairness, Gary was very organised that way, and you know, no doubt again, he'll he'll go and help out in, in the club again. He's already helping out back at under nines and under tens again, yeah. so he'll 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 push that on there again. So, yeah, instrumental part, and you know, we're very very lucky to have him through them through them years. You know, he was a great man, and you know, memories of 2011, Michael. You your first finally scored one seven, right? My first final I scored one seven. That's probably where the only similarity I have with you. You get left me behind after that. But I have this etched memory. I'm up in the gantry watching the game. Big Neil gets the ball sixty yards out. And I seen him look up. Straight away I, my eyes went, Where's Michael? You did the wee nudge inside. And that was that the goal in that game. Mm, was that, that the was right? Am I the right year? I'm getting mixed up. Am I right? It was Joe Gibbons kicked it under Michael. And sorry, sorry. Uh, right, 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 right. I'm getting that mixed up. Aye, <laughs> uh, aye. I, I have that memory, but I was just saying there was a great, there was a good telepathy between the two of you in terms of hitting this man inside and, and finding him with the right ball. And I, I was only James Pat scored, was it outside of? Yeah, that in the uh, final seven, uh, uh, you have so many champs I'm getting them mixed up now you see isn't <laughs> but listen that that thing of, of 11 the sadness of, of losing that semi you know because you had a system we had a system and you just felt you know it needed that bit of something extra which was going to happen the following season so listen we won the championship brilliant stuff you know you're in the 2012 you know there's a lot of stuff on you're also champions you're county champions you know, what was the start of that season like? You know now, listen, we can match up to everybody. We've got the monkey off our back. You know, was there a feeling in there? Was it just, listen, let's try and Ulster again? Or did in the back of your mind, were you thinking, or was Jim saying, we can win All-Ireland? Definitely, like, I was just speaking for myself, I definitely felt like Neil mentioned something there and alluded to, like, coming off the back of 11. You know, he mentioned about he wanted to get back on the road again, and... There's no doubt the Dublin game was, was disappointing, it was gut-wrenching, but got the taste of it and got the thirst of it. You just wanted to get back and get the show on the road and did that fairly fairly quickly. Uh, thereafter, boys kept at the gym, you know, they kept kept going with things throughout, throughout the winter and, you know, I think it made no, you know, didn't really, you know, make any... Uh, 
you know, questions about it in terms of we needed to improve our attacking side of the game, and I think that was done, you know, a lot through that through that winter months. And didn't have a great didn't have a great league that year in 2012. We just about we last minute was a score Armagh game. <laughs> <laughs> I think Armagh. I think we uh, just about stayed up in the in the league that year. If memory serves me right. Um, Is that the tough training that you were doing, Michael? Or you just you, you weren't that worried about the league. Uh, I think this, we we emphasised every game. Every right. game you went out to go and try and win. But you know, you, you just you knew come championship then it was you know how big a championship game was. You know yeah. that kind of way and. And uh, first game against Cavan that day, um, you know the lads. Geez, they, they took off, wasn't playing that day, but they were just they were at a massive level. I just thought physically covering ground up and down that pitch that day against and, and Cavan against and Kingspan against Cavan. I thought right, the shows in the road. Hey, let's 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 keep her going. And um, do you know then just the training throughout them summer months, like they're like you look back on them now, like geez, they were just. They're every bit as memorable as the games. There, yeah. you know, seven-minute games up and down. Whether it was Donald Park or McCool Park or wherever you were at, they were just brilliant. And you got on the camp the week before games, and it was just you was churning them out and enjoying it. And I listen, the crack was good too, like mm. you know, and, and hotels and that kind of thing. But it was um, no, I just listen, it was it was good, you know. Phen- phenomenal year, and I've heard this a few times about Michael training that that he loves it. You know, he loves the competitive nature. You know, sometimes the training people don't seem that bored. Where Michael's always ready. You know, to push it on and, and set the tone of training, if you like. And 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 2012, of course, Neil, pretty much there was very few injuries or anything that year. Yeah. You know, you had to kind of force force your way in, which he did with with great aplomb. And uh, you know, the season really kicked off for you then as well. Aye, like and, and as Michael says, even the the, the cracking around the, the hotels and the bus and all. But even in the, we used to do the gym work and and we spear and and, and Larry Kenny here. And, you know this. You know you never really look forward to going to the gym, but we did because we had a good gang of boys in and around Letterkenny that used to go in, do the gym for an hour, blast it out or whatever, um, and then go up to Max Mason get get the breakfast after. And you know it was a great, it was great crack, like yeah. you know, um, and even on the bus and stuff, and you're creating a great bond. And it was a good thing, like when you train hard, do you know which you know say the training, like you know you, you feel great after, like and it, and it does you know create a good bond, but. Funny, I remember like you know, a lot said about the 2010, the meeting down in Downings, but I mentioned this at the dinner dance last Sunday or last Saturday night as well. Like that, before we played that match in Cavan in 2012, like like you didn't know you were going to win. You were planning, you were hoping to win it when you were training to win All Ireland. But we we stayed in the sleeve Russell, and I remember uh, Jim spoke, and Donald Reid was the fancy at the time, but obviously a mm. legend for Donegal, and spoke and spoke so passionately, and Michael spoke and. Do you know that sea coming out of that meeting? Like it was, it was unreal. It was, it was. I remember that meeting so clearly. Like and um, no, it was just the training. Like and like Michael. Like we used so to do those types of meetings. They, they drive you on. Then you know, did I, you feel something different even inside yourself? That you know. Ah, you did. You did. I mean, I see before some of them, like the All Ireland final. I can't. You know, see now, can't really remember the meetings. Like, but a couple of them stuck out in my member, my mind in a way. Just. Uh, I remember another one. We stayed in the sand house in the sand house in, in Ross Nowla before the 2013. We played Toronto at home in, in the championship. And I, I wrote Jim. It was another savage meeting as well. Like, but I, I think just 2012. We just trained and trained and trained hard. Like, and you know, Michael. Just everybody leading Michael leading it, throwing himself into it and the games. Like always the first up leading it out, and you just gradually or you just automatically just kind of went with it. Like and, and trained hard. Like and. You know, 
say for Michael, like he's leading sprint, like Patrick's inside and uh, McFadden and all, like, and they're not, they're all, say, they're sprints, like it's competitive nature, like, you know, when they're looking to beat each other at the sprints and different things they get, and them seven minute games, like, you know, they were more like, you know, 15 minute games, like I would say, but do you know what, people, the training sessions were, were brilliant because a lot of it, and especially in the summertime, was football, like, you know, and if you're fit and you're able to, you know, train, play, it, just, it, was, it was great now, and it was competitive, like, I mean, they were running around the middle, like, Toy and Kavanagh and Bradley and all them, but, like, and it was just, it was hell for leather, like, you know, you just went at it, big raff and that, and um, that brought everybody on and pushed everybody else on, you know. It was, mm. How much were them Ulster Championship victories then, Michael, the launch pad towards All-Ireland? Because I forgot, actually, in 2011, I'm doing sideline stuff for BBC, and I go run across to you, I've never invaded a pitch in my life. But I ran across because the weight of that even on us, like, you know, once I stopped playing, like, I just, do you know, your supporter and then that's it. But I, I made a beeline for you because I still had the headphones on and your boy was like, Where, where's Brendan? Where's Brendan? I was out the pitch with all the crowd after that match. It was actually a picture of me yeah. and you actually somewhere. But Michael, that launch pad then ended all Ireland series, you know, Donegal were certainly being touted as a, as a potential team the year before, of course, you had the, 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 the 2011, the booing and that. But then we became a much more counter-attacking force. We were, we were posting scores and we were hitting teams hard on the break. Did you feel in your own mind, listen, you know, this is our year? I definitely listened. 11, I think, was the, <coughs> the monkey off the back. I think it was, a, it was a big a big weight, a big pressure off. Even the Tyrone game, I think, in the semi-final, I think, was a big, you know, curve, you know, where I thought, thought we felt where we shared a pitch with them and we went toe-to-toe with them. You know, and it wasn't just a you know a flash in the pan. We were actually there to win and beat them, and that was a that was a big one. Um, and then again, you know, the twenty twelve that 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 final against Down, I think, was a big launch in terms of it was one and it was one you know comprehensively sure and for, yeah, yeah. in terms yeah. of you know defended really well and attacked brilliantly. You know, so yeah, going into the All Ireland series that that time, then against Kerry, you know, it was a it was a big one, and you know we we played. Did well. It was, it was nip and tuck, definitely. McFadden had a stormer of a yeah, game that yeah. day. Kevin a, a big game. Um, you know, Lissy again. You go through many names, but they had you know massive, massive games that day. And then Cork, yeah, tut for tat. This man ruled, ruled this guy. That's um, right. And uh, was some performance. Yeah, found ourselves in the final and saying to the final. Then it was um, yeah, big one. But um, but yeah, listen, process just took in. We were so comfortable in each other's yeah. shoes at that stage. The rhythm know. of the team, Michael, just looked like if you went out and worked hard you, and did your job, everything else would take care of itself. You know, often think sometimes you went out to play games and you expected to score this and that and you were a wee bit disjointed from the team maybe, whereas we just became a force, whereas you do your job and work hard and you'll play well and there was no pressure on anybody. Like I looked at the guys, I, I don't mean that no pressure, there's always a bit of pressure, but you know, you looked at guys' performances and they looked very free. They were very, very fit. Number one, they were together. And they looked really free to play in that system. You know, as if we, everything just clicked into place. Ah, that's it. Like, and, it, and you know what? It, it was a very kind of a free system. People will look back on it. And, you know, the easy analysis, as they say, it was very restrictive, you know, and it was very much that way. But, like, it was a very much all attack, all defend type of game, you know, and you had you know, there was Frank wearing number four, Paddy McGrath, Neil McGee coming up the field with the ball. They were equally as comfortable and very skillful players. Um himself, Patrick and Colin maybe not the best defensively, but you know, you you enjoyed, you did your job. It gave you an outlet when you didn't have the ball to go and do something, you know. So it was um no, listen, it was a very just a free flowing type of game and must say that a lot of boys had a lot of the very good skills of the game, you know, Mark McHugh 
game really really what comfortable on the you, ball yeah, yeah, yeah. season that way yeah. so now they were they were, they were, they were good times and fellow fellow great great fellas you know uh, Michael just uh, what was your ball, that that goal to start of the final you know it's been one of the greatest goals ever in GA and they scored in the Ireland final you know practically us in Donegal we don't get it too many but like what was going through your veins when when you got that ball and rattled the net it must have been I suppose such a such a such a lift, such a buzz. Because no matter what, going to bed the night before, you're thinking, you know, be a dream. They hit the net as a forward, you know. But they do it in that style early on. Yeah, I, listen, it was probably it was a mix of everything, but a relief. I'm just glad to get <laughs> glad to get a goal to start the game with. Uh, I wasn't playing well that year. Didn't play well at all. Really, kind of injured early part of the year. Didn't play well in all Ireland series quarter semi. So it was just a it was a good it was a bit of a relief on that side to get off and you didn't play well in your terms and his highs and others. I don't hear anybody say that but, though, but, um, but here, well, I have to ask you one other wee question. This the Jimmy's wanna match his song. Yeah. I heard a rumour there was a lucky boys uh, throwing a wager <laughs> on it. Is this true? And you had to remind them. Uh, Is that true about the song? No, I think there might have been uh, a couple of ones from. You sang it well, I don't know. You wouldn't be up to use Glen boys, hey? Yeah? They, 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 they were even going to make some serious cash on the final. Uh, but Neil, your, your memories of finally, of course, coming back with a cup and <laughs> and and just I suppose the whole county went absolutely uh, bananas. You know, I mean, I, it was a phenomenal time. You know, to yeah. be. I mean, I know. Listen, later on, when people copied our style. It makes obviously for terrible football, which we've been locked on, we? But but that year, the teams didn't copy your style, so you're breaking into space, and um, and it was a it was an absolute oh, what a year to be a Donegal supporter. Yeah, but not big scores in all them games too. Like a lot of was, it's, like it's just go back to like it was restrictive or defensive. But that was maybe the game against Dublin that they referred to, like was eight six. Yeah. But them other games, like they were high scoring games, like you know. But now afterwards, like in remember one time Jim said as well, like you know that. You know, in twenty years' time, like you, you, you could, you'll meet some. You know, this was during the season twenty twelve. Like you'll, you'll meet some of your teammates. You know, if you won all Ireland, and and you'll meet them, and you're not even just see them in the street. You don't even have to say a word. Like, and it is so kind of like see even now, we would hardly ever chat about the games, right? Mm. Say if we meet up or whatever, we'd hardly ever mention the games, but more so the, the crack. crack. Yeah. But it, in the back of your mind, is always the fact that you know you won all Ireland, like which is yeah. which is great, like and. See so going round the the county or the clubs um, after like was the place we couldn't wait actually to get on the bus the next day because you know there's just so much crack like the Aye. night before and stuff like that like and then going round seeing every every teammate every player got excited going to their own club obviously like more so you know it was great like and no more so than me and Michael and Copper like when we got back to Glenswally like on the Thursday evening like it was. Um, it was exciting, like it was. It was great just driving on there, like and seeing all the people, you know. Michael, it wasn't a bit overwhelming at times, no, because I know Anthony Malloy. He's been up here and he talked about, you know, the the pressure he was under after it and taking the cup. And of course, listen, everybody wanted Michael Murphy everywhere all the time and cup and that. Did it get a bit much, or did you try and try and stay away from some of it? No, listen, that week he spoke about. There's definitely part, parts that were were overwhelming in terms terms of you know just pride and joy and everything. But not listen, very fortunate. I keep saying back, I was I was away to away to college the next week uh, that type of way, and uh, that kind of was you know was able to get a, get away from it that way throughout the week, and you were back home at the weekends, whatever for for training and that. So no, listen, come here. It was it was just it was brilliant and. It was uh, no, listen, it was a dream come true. I think for for us all in that way, you know. Yeah, yeah, and listen, brilliant times. As he, you know, you thirteen and sixteen, the championship for Glen, of course, the All Stars, the All Stars, would fall. Michael top score and and everything he did, and then we had to come to this day, Michael, the decision <laughs> won all this Donegal people dreaded. 
uh, about calling time in your career, uh, Michael. Just just talk us through what what was your your mindset? Why you decided this was your time? Ah, like, kind of, I really knew you suppose the, that day. You know, in, in Clonus that day, and um, you know myself. I kind of I knew myself what what's needed. I was so fortunate for you know the the fifteen to sixteen years I was able to you know soldier with so many lads, managers, backroom teams, players, everything, and enjoy it and. And play for the county I loved and play the play the game, but I just knew the the energy that was needed to, to for myself to get back to the level that I wanted to get to that was going to be right for Donegal. I just wasn't able to get there, you know. Michael, was those, it was know. it a question maybe with Paddy coming on a new team that it was going to be a bit of a project there? Did you feel that see the way you were talking about you set the tone and training and that were you thinking if you dipped below them high standards that you set for yourself that you wouldn't have been happy with that there's no doubt you could have played a part but that you like to play the part you were always playing which which was our best player and our leader so did you think as as time started to catch up a wee bit that that, that probably you know would annoy you a bit too much that you weren't able to do the stuff that you were able to do is that kind of the mindset of it I think that's that's it you know you want to get to that level that right. you're you're able to give to that to that Jared is the level that I, that I wanted to give everybody else give it to and I just don't think that I would have been able to just get there again this year I just had that that feeling this year the feeling and, and Clonus I suppose that day and you know, leaving that change room and going home with with the parents to say I kind of said that plenty of times since, but I just knew it. And so I spoke to, to to this man there after, and I just said I just don't know if we can get back there at yeah. it. You know, and listen, I'm content with it. Um, of course, great, great I would to, be. <laughs> great to see that. Good to see the lads back up uh, there. And I say started out as a supporter. I'll go back to the games of these boys now, and we'll, we'll get Watson. We'll cheer the boys on well, again. I'll tell you, you know. what, Michael, what a career, and and good luck to whatever club defenders have to mark you now when you're when you're coming. Still, of course, strutting your stuff for for the uh, for the Glen Club, Michael. Listen, it's been absolutely phenomenal uh, just watching you all this time, from seeing you grow, growing up to the man you become, to the leader you became, taking us to the very pinnacle of football and your and your club as well. You know, never any speed wobbles on there like me and this man. You know, you just were heart and soul, GAA. And listen, we're we're, we're blessed to have had you, Michael. And of course, many things happening now in the future. You'll get into a bit of coaching. You're working at ATU. Uh, you and uh, Annie are going to get married soon and plenty of things happening Michael you've got the sports shop and I can imagine there's no end of um, of, of media people looking this way I'm glad I'm, I'm, thanks very much for coming up here tonight as well you know because I'd imagine the phone's probably hopping there with uh, requests so listen loads loads for happening loads to be happening in the next chapter for Michael Murphy Aye, listen, just to get into it now and tradition, back down with the, the club team and the minors there, so we're back there and looking forward to getting getting stuck in with them. We've had a good few years with them and under-21s did well. And Again, listen, a big future now to transition into the club and um, listen, a big future ahead, hopefully now in the next 40 years to, to push on there and hopefully be part of it along with this man and plenty of others. And um, yeah, listen, keep supporting Donegal. I don't think we'll ever... That'll ever come out of any of us, say, and um, yeah, I look forward to getting to see them again at the weekend, you know. Yeah, M- Michael, absolutely phenomenal. They're lucky guys to have you out there at the club. I wish I was a young minor taking heed from this man. Paul Nealon for a few words there. Sometimes you can tell the young boys about the bike there. <laughs> Just avoid uh, uh, Burnsy's bar here. Listen, lads, absolutely brilliant talk. I want to thank you so much for coming up, boys. That was, that was brilliant, lads. I wish you all the best now in the club season coming ahead. Neil, I heard you played in a friendly the other night and you, you kicked 2 3 a 2011 team against the. There's a bit of life in this man yet, I'll tell you. Listen, uh, thanks very much. Uh, the uh, sessions, this Monday night sessions is coming up next. I want to thank the two guys, Gary McDeed for the input uh, uh, on the phone there, and I'll speak to you all next week. Check this. Um. 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 Um.
Ah. Uh.